0: Introducing Minor Wisdom Quintet. Oh. One,
1: two, as kiddo did a do. Minor Wisdom.
0: Another week away. Nothing big. Again, nothing big happened this week at all. Uh, nothing of importance. So. Um, you know, we'll move on. So this week I have Jackie Kanye. Uh, she said, she said it's like Kanye, like Kanye West, but con, like Kanye with an A. So anyway, Jackie Kanya's on this week. She, uh, is somebody that I kind of, you know, every once in a while, what I'll do is I'll, I'll hit up the Facebook as the kids say, and I look at, um, people it's kind of creepy I shouldn't be exposing my secrets but I I look up people that I would just like to interview and that I would just like to get to know in some form or fashion just because um, either they've been around for a long time and I've never talked to them they are new to the business and I'd like to kind of just maybe help them out Um, or they're uh, like a Jackie Kanye who I've seen in kind of uh, the, the the world of high school theater but I I never really knew her and so I reached out to her and she was extremely excited to well I don't know if she was excited she was very responsive uh, Jackie if you're listening to this you can let me know if you are excited but she was very responsive and very willing to come onto the podcast and I was very happy to have her on so uh, got to know Jackie a little bit um, I don't think I've ever actually met Jackie face to face so at some point I know TXETA is face to face this. Uh, year not only at Summerfest in Plano but uh, with Galveston as well so that should be fun uh, and I'll maybe meet Jackie hey Jackie hey girl um, and then uh, Thespians you know we've got professional development uh, as I record this today is Saturday May 1st and so as I record this the early bird pricing is no longer available uh, but you should still that shouldn't stop you from signing up for the Texas Thespians professional development i've been helping mandy tapia put that together this year it's been uh fun it's been fun because we're sitting around thinking who would be the best people in each city to kind of not only just represent the city but also be a good workshop artist for uh, you or theater teachers theater educators so uh in houston which uh is not too far away uh uh, I mean, the date-wise, obviously it's not far away from me, but uh, the date is not too far away. Uh, coming up in June, um, June 26 in Houston, we've got, let's see here, we've got Julio Morales, who um, uh, is kind of my HISD boyfriend, but that would offend Stuart. So uh, I guess I'm cheating on Julio with Stu. I, I don't know. Anyway, but uh, we've got Julio Morales, and he's going to lead a workshop on... How to get involved in the community, and it's not just. He, yes, he's at a Title One school, and yes, it's a it's absolutely amazing what he is doing at that school, especially being that um, that's the school I was zoned to, and I know all too well. I just adjusted the mic, so I apologize if it sounds different. But uh, I know that 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 community, I know the school, I know everything uh, very well, and so I'm just so happy to see Julio working in that community and making it such a better place. But he's not just going to talk about how to do that at Title I. He's going to talk about how to do that anywhere. You just literally get out and clean gutters. I mean, that's literally what he does. And I should say literally a couple more times. And then we have Crystal Smith uh, from Kempner High School in in my hood in Fort Bend. Uh, Soon to be my future hood. (laughs) Awkward. Anyway, but Crystal, as I record this, uh, could be finding out her fate in state one-act play. It's their first... Soiree with uh, state One Act play Kempner High School, and so uh, she could be finding that out now. But she's going to lead a student stage manager workshop, and then Rena Cook, uh, who is uh, like kind of legendary in the world of workshops, and is a director and a voice, uh, a voice actor, and, and work with working with vo- vocal work. Uh, so she's going to come in and and talk about being a directing rock star. And then my personal favorite for the Houston one, again, June 26, which is, it's actually not in Houston. It's in uh, Humble, which we don't say Humble, hum, Humble uh, in a task, at Atascasita High School, but, uh, which is like an hour and a half from where I currently live, but whatever. Uh, but my bestest good friend in the whole wide world, Julia Crone, is going to be the Friday night spotlight speaker. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. She um, is just one of the most delightful human beings in the entire world. Comes from uh, r- royalty, Houston acting royalty with uh, Charles and Chesley Crone. Then um, moving on to, to FWAFA, Fort Worth Academy of Fine Arts, and that is July 10th, so I'll be there as well. But uh, we've got Carolyn Reese, uh, Myers McCormick um, from Katie Conservatory. Uh, Amy Jordan's going to be there. You might have heard of her. B.K. Goodman, you might have heard of him. Um, we will have just a really good time with that. Uh, haven't figured out our Friday night speaker for that. Uh, but, uh, it should be a lot of fun. And then the, the piece de resistance, uh, Cheryl Painter is going to be in Austin or at Bastrop at the Jerry Fay Wilhelm Center, which is the performing arts center there in Bastrop ISD. And, uh, Cheryl was just announced as, or not announced, but just, uh, became the K through 12 Uh, representative for TXCTA or chair, whatever they call it. And then this is crazy, but Mark Seraph is going to be our Friday night virtual speaker. And he's born and raised in Austin, Texas. Uh, One of the founders of AOL, you've got mail, um, is a producer on Broadway. He has a Tony award. And Mark is, was, because my father has since passed, Mark was my dad's best friend. Um, Growing up, they were the closest of friends. So Mark has known me since I literally was just a, a dirty old wee little lad. Um, and so just kind of fun. I did not set up the, the interview with Mark or the chat with Mark. And so that was just kind of fun when Mandy said, do you know Mark Seraph? <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, you know, Jews gonna Jew. So it was it was really cool to, to know that he agreed to do this. And I have since talked to Mark. Kind of about this and about one of the the things, that one of his uh, websites that he's kind of working on and and things like that. So it's it's a lot of fun. I really hope to see a lot of you at PD. No, I'm not getting anything for this. I just want to see people. It's just one of those things. I want you to be in person and I want to see you face to face and I want to hang out and you know know how you're doing. Everything is offered online as well. You can zoom it in. Uh, but it would just be cool, you know, if you're vaccinated don't talk to me if you're not, but if you're vaccinated, you can come say hi. Um, but I'll be at all three and I'm really excited about it. Uh, won't be at Summerfest, but I will be at TXCTA in Galveston. Um, so all that stuff's coming up all the, all the while my wife and I are trying to move. We're going to try to move up to the Woodlands. So we're trying to pack up the house, get it staged for pictures Also this week, uh, not that anybody cares, but I'm doing two, count them, two musicals this week open. Uh, This week open. This will open this week. Oh, Yoda. Uh, So I've got two musicals opening this week. One at my school, Your Good Man Charlie Brown, you probably have heard of it. And then one up in the aforementioned woodlands, uh, Moana. And both are 1X, both are short, but uh, I'm opening both of them. And I don't know why I signed up for this, but I just am. I don't normally do this. I've only ever done two musicals in one week, one other time, and they were both West Side Story, but that was one in, in Cincinnati and one here in Houston uh, the same week. Um, don't ever do that. I don't recommend that. Anyway, Jackie, thanks for letting me v- uh, banter and talk. Uh, make sure you follow me on the Twitter at Mr. Blake Mina. You can friend me on Facebook, which I've had a lot of people do that. That's really awesome. I appreciate you. Um, and make sure you leave a review on iTunes, Spotify, whatever. Enjoy this week's interview.
1: I'm from Sealy, Texas. I'm a, I'm a coach's kid. So we moved around a whole lot, but for the majority of my my grade school, I, I was in Sealy. So I got top by Beth Obel. Um, in junior high which was really fun and then moved up into high school with Aaron Moore who's still over there and I think that this entire education journey kind of spawned from them. Um, I didn't have the easiest time in school because dad was uh, an athletic director at the junior high (laughs) Um, and then my mom was my math teacher um, and my uncle was my superintendent and my principal for a while so (laughs) I can't get away with anything um, nor did I really want to But um, I I started off in athletics because of my dad, and and I enjoyed some of it, but um, I started doing theater with Beth, and I kind of noticed that I liked that a whole lot more. So at some point in time, I had a schedule um, change, and I couldn't do both athletics and theater, so my dad was the one to ask me. Which was a lovely conversation over spring break—not spring break, Christmas break—and I was just like, "Dad, I just really want to be a musical, so <laughs> I think I'm gonna stick with this. I'm way better at this. So I'm the only one out of three sisters, and really the entire family that does theater. Um, and then I did it all throughout high school, all four years, all four years of one-act play, musicals, fall shows, you name it. I was in it, whether it be crew or on stage. So. So it was a really fun experience. I got to go to state. I was a part of the 2010 one Act play team for Sealy who took Warrior all the way to state. I'm super proud of that. Um, And then we did Bourgeois Gentleman the next year over, which was really fun. Um, Then we moved over to Birdsong, which was a new show. Um, It got adapted by BBC um, that same year and they released their their, like series on it so that was really fun to watch and and then my senior year we did stone face which is a story about buster keaton and his life and they're doing it this year so um i went to college i i w- went to blinn um so i was uh underneath brad niece and kevin and jennifer patrick and i kind of owe them a lot of what i know now like my sewing skills and my scenic painting and stagecraft galore like it all came from them and then i obviously transferred into AM that had a dying program, which is um, probably not the program that I should have gone into, but I'm a second generation Aggie. And I don't know, I just felt really passionate about going there regardless of the situation that they were under. And I almost felt like I needed to be there So I did it and we still did shows. They don't do them anymore. The the department has completely gone over to performance studies, which was a huge deal. When I was in school, nobody agreed with it. Some of the professors didn't, we obviously didn't. The music kids who had their music major taken away too and like got blended into ours. Like it was the same thing. We were all angry. Um, But I think that it made us stronger artists. And I think that we ended up finding Places to kind of um, use our skills and and you know perfect our craft. So I ended up going to a friend of mine, Andrew Robler, who is now in Houston, um, but he was based out of um, Bryan, and he still does some shows with the Bryan Theater Company over there. I think he's still on the board. Um, but he he really helped with that transition of going from performance studies from the theater major because. It took a lot of our opportunities away, and we didn't get to perform in Rudder anymore. We we got pushed into our black box theater that was in our liberal arts building, which was still a fun space. And uh, you know, I don't I don't you know knock it at all. I think it was fun for the shows that we did, and we made it work. Uh, but we got kicked out of Rudder, <laughs> and then and then it kind of you know became very minimal what we got to do. So it was only one show a semester, which is very weird for a university. And so um, we did that. But Andrew started a an intern company within his um, theater company that he built himself called This Is Water. And I met a lot of the people who I, you know, now still work with or or, or consult with or, you know, call up for a, a daily chat um, through that company. And I, that's where I got my directing Start. We did um, these shining limes, which I want to revive someday. And I know everybody says it's overdone, but I love it. <laughs> like I'm, I'm a history nut, so I love all that stuff. Um, but I got a lot of my directing um, skills from him, and of course, Aaron and Beth. They, I mean, they're they're phenomenal. I mean, I just I'm like really floored watching them from a student's perspective, and now we all, we all, I mean, we all talk in a group chat. (laughs) I still talk to them every day. I just saw her um, contest manage for a 3A contest this past weekend, but it's, it's, we're all like growing together, and I think that that's really fabulous to see, but I got my start there with him, and, and I started teaching the year after, and so I've been teaching when I play and, and in theater ever since, so, I am a product of UIL one act play. That's what my directors like to say. Yeah.
0: yeah, that's fun. So, what about other shows in high school? Like, I mean, as far as like fall shows, musicals, all that kind of stuff, uh, were um, those things you took part in?
1: Yeah, Erin did three shows a year. I think she still does. Okay. Um, she just finished out Little Shop before she started one act, so it was fun. But um, my freshman year, we did Grease. <laughs> okay um and i was just a course member Uh, i'd say just but like i tell my kids the same thing no no there's no such thing as a small part but it was fun and and it was it really got me into um her program and and i had seen shows before from her yeah um little shop was actually the 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 show that got me into her program i went and saw it with my older sister who had friends in the department and i was like yeah i want to do that that's what i want to do that looks like fun so, so really, that's the show that got me in. And so then I started doing musicals and the fall shows. And I think we did, oh, no, I, th- I know this. I like talk about it all the time. Curtis says that I have way too much information of theater in my brain. Like I can ramble <laughs> about state contests that I wasn't even a part of. Oh, dang. It's kind of, yeah.
0: That's... Oh,
1: Lend me a Tenor. it was Lend Me a Tenor. Okay. So we did Lend Me a Tenor. She normally likes to do um, a two-story set comedy or a big, Farce comedies. Sure. So we did *Lemmy and Tenor* in Greece and *Warrior* that year, and then moved over into sophomore year. We did *Going Straight* and we did *All Shook Up*. Um, and and Sealy doesn't have a lot of ethnic diversity, sure. so we <laughs> the the poor versus rich scenario in that show. Um, and I, that was probably my first lead because I got Sylvia, and that right. was that was fun. Um it was a real confidence booster yeah. and then I did a crew for um Going Straight which was our adaptation of Oscar the movie with Sylvester Sloan. um and then junior year we did we did Birdsong I was in hairspray I ended up being Tracy so uh, another confidence yeah. booster <laughs> and then we did Leading Ladies and I decided um to do crew for that okay and um senior year we did Back to the 80s and I was the lead in that um, and then we did Noises Off, and I was Dottie. It was like the first fall show that I wasn't yeah. doing crew for. And then we did Stoneface, which was quite possibly—I think that year um, was quite possibly my favorite right. year of shows. N- not not for any particular like role that I got or right. or whatever have you. It just seemed like the stories were probably the funnest right. to to put on for the the community. So,
0: are there any? Th- like tradition you know high schools all have their own special traditions are there any traditions that you as a student took to be beca- when you became a teacher like that you kind tra- of yeah are there
1: <laughs> i love, probably look like i'm like copy my director but um the best thing about I mean, sp- department that's a, is that's that a compliment
0: she- though right that's i mean that's a, yeah, yeah, yeah i think yeah. so yeah, yeah yeah
1: and i still i still wear the 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 charms that she gave us so yeah. um during one act play season She would um, buy these little charms and an an alternate or like a a freshman or sophomore or whatever have you would have the opportunity to know what it was before everybody else knew what it was. So we got these like ball chain necklaces and every time we advanced, we got a charm that pertained to the show. So I did carry that with me. Um, This one's the only year that I haven't done it because, or not with my high school anyway, I did do it with my junior high kids. Because I teach both, I've been teaching both for my entire career. Um, but I did it with them. But um, for Needville, they have a—it's um, kind of like the same thing, but it's a pin. So during award ceremonies, we find these pins that portray or are connected to our story. And so this year, we're doing hiding in the open, which is about two Jewish sisters yeah. who, uh, you know, hide in the dead of Germany during the war and portray themselves as Polish Catholics. Yeah. And so we ended up getting the Stars of David as pins. So we'll wear that for this next round because we get an award ceremony this round. So we'll do that. But yeah, I did carry that with me. Um, And then while I was teaching on my own um, at Lexington and at Ingram, I did a Gypsy
0: robe. Okay. So
1: we did that. um, And that was voted on by the cast and the crew of when you look back at the show, who, who will you remember the most or who will come to your mind? Sure. Um, so they voted on that and the two runner-ups got to put the gypsy robe and the the piece of whatever from the show onto the robe so I did take that that's yeah
0: that's fun yeah, yeah was... and we did a
1: circle at the end of each show so we sit on the <laughs> stage we put blue lights it looks very culty it's not one of the parents accidentally walked in on it one time and I was like it's not I swear, it's I'm, not Catholic. I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not conjuring demons yeah um but we, we just sit and we talk about, you know, um, we go around the circle and we say the, the two or three people that we met through this journey that we wouldn't have become friends with had we not done it, which I think is super important for the kids.
0: Right. That's and then fun.
1: Um, we go all around and we talk about our favorite memory from the process. And sometimes I learn things as a director and I'm like, when did you do that? That was not. <laughs> and they were like, you can't kill me now because it's over with. And I was like, no, but I am going to keep yeah. it super close. To me. So, um, but we do that and, um, gosh, I mean, I'm sure there are so many more. I make binders for the kids. Erin okay. is, um, very crafty <laughs> and every year. And I still have them somewhere in a box, I'm sure. But I have all of my one act play scripts and she would, she would cricket the, the cover page and the side on the binder, um, and put our names on it and the show name and, and decorate it. And so everybody had the same binder. Um, so I started doing that for my kids. Um, and this year I bought a cricket, so I can actually do it. I've just been printing yeah, on yeah. pages that i make on um, canvas. So, but this year I did make them. And so, I don't know, I think a lot of her traditions and, and even with, um, it, the environment that she built is the same environment that I want for my kids wherever I go. And I haven't stayed super long at any school yet. I'm hoping that this one is right. It. <laughs> yeah. Cause I don't like moving and I, and I like the kids that I have. and. was very difficult for me to to leave my last school during the pandemic but those are those i think the traditions make it just that much more right um approachable
0: so you mentioned uh off air that you the two schools you came from were title one uh Mm -hmm. what has been kind of the biggest challenge uh because some people are like born and bred to teach title at title one schools and like that's kind of what they feed off of that energy. And, and, you know, some of those kids come to school very literally and figuratively, very hungry. Uh, what is it that, that you have missed from teaching at those schools?
1: Um, well, this last school, um, I just came from Ingram ISD, which yeah. is over in the Kerrville area, Kerr County. Um, and I, I guess I miss and 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 Needville has this too, but um there is a huge sense of camaraderie win or lose. Um those kids um for a while hadn't known what it felt like to win. And and Needville has a reputation, and I love that Needville has a reputation of winning and advancing and you know, having a high quality of, of work. Um, but both school districts that I worked for both uh, Ingram and Lexington had been like kind of the underdogs for a while but I think that um being the underdogs and being the ones that nobody's like oh we're not worried about them like I don't I mean even when I got the job at Lexington I was like where's Lexington I have no idea where that is it's literally a, a blink as you're driving on highway 77 you don't even there's like hardly any town but I think that the camaraderie and the way that they they really just they have each other's backs in every single you know aspect of their lives and it, even if i never knew certain things that happened whether it be at home or outside of they were always really willing to come and tell me so that i knew and then and i kind of let the kids come to me because sometimes with title one kids and i'm sure you know this but um it's it's hard to listen to what happens at home and then and then, you, you know, if you have to report it and, and go through the entire process, and, I, and I've had to do that before, unfortunately, and it's, it's hard because you sit in a, a position where you can't do it. Like, I, you have no idea how many times I've wanted to, like, <laughs> go after a parent after what I've heard, but then, you know, you have to put it into consideration. Is it really true or is it over-exaggerated or I, it, it, it's, you know, it's, it's he said, she said, and you've never seen it, so how do you know? Right. Um, I, I think, I think the camaraderie of it all, and, and regardless of what's happening at home, they never brought it into rehearsals. I, and I hardly ever knew sometimes until one kid was like, Hey, he was having a really difficult day. And, I, and I, I think that this is kind of going on and I just want to let you know, so you're not as angry right. when it comes in with an attitude, you know? And so I had that, um, I have one kid that was my kid at my last school, and I didn't know that he was like my kid until another coach who had had him in classes and in sports and stuff like that came up to me when they figured out I was leaving. Um, and he said, uh, he said, I'm worried about so-and-so because that's your kid. And I was like, oh, did I never I mean I never really yeah. thought about it. And he said you he constantly talks to you. He doesn't talk to me and I have him <clears throat> for just about a, the same amount of time right. if not more. Um and he constantly wants to come to you. Right. So um I think I think the camaraderie and the family aspect that we had was probably my favorite. Sure. So.
0: So speaking of camaraderie, this is a great segue. It's like you're looking at my list of questions. Um <laughs> But so the the Aggie world, right? My sister went to A and M. My dad was a Longhorn, so it was really we had, you know, even well, my sister, yeah, my sister also married a Longhorn, so they have that flag outside of their house. That exactly, it says that like house divided or something, but it has both logos on it. So, did you drink the Aggie Kool Aid? Like, did you go? Uh, did you go to football games? I am did
1: not you... a two percenter. center. Okay, I went okay. to every single football game. I bought a student pass, so I went to football games. I had a friend that pitched for the softball team for several years okay. that I had met at a camp before I had transferred in, and so I went to those. I went to soccer games. Baseball is my favorite. I love baseball. Yeah. I can watch and it all day. Aggie,
0: Aggie, no offense, but Aggie baseball is so annoying. The it's just I used to work at Minute Maid Park, and we have the College Classic every year. And every year I would work balls. it. Oh my gosh! And, and just so many, like every pitch, there's a new chant or a, you know. Oh yeah. When the yeah. catcher, when the catcher of the opposing oh, team
1: throwing balls, yeah. you wouldn't have to <laughs> they... <hear> them. That's <laughs> all I gotta say about my, that. My favorite was Be the, the
0: the catcher going out of the opposing team to the to talk to the pitcher, and they would like say like slap his ass or something like that or pat his. You know. Oh my gosh! It was just. Every little thing had something, Aggie baseball. It game.
1: did. And when I brought my parents, because, you know, my parents both went to AM. one time I brought all of them to a baseball game. I was like, it's so much fun. You're going to love it. And because there's these new chants, and I'm sure it's not the same as when they were in school back in the day. And um, she, she was like, my mom looked at me and she was like, you know, every single yeah. chant. And I don't know anything of what is happening right now but I'm so glad you're enjoying yourself but it is it is it could probably be annoying I could there
0: there's scenario (laughs) chance that's the it's impressive because there's scenario chance it's like you only you chant this when this is going on or when this is happening Mm -hmm. so it's it's not like just like charge like you know it's not no (laughs) it's, it's no and
1: it changes for every um a year so like when we get new team members then they yeah. get their own, they get their own and they thing. have their own signal right yeah
0: it's crazy well uh, I'm glad you drank it my sister drank it too uh she she dated for a very long time she dated a a core uh I knew
1: you were gonna say yeah
0: <laughs> so you know
1: I bring myself to it.
0: it it it's a whole it's I mean it's just crazy I you know I went to UH and a lot of people in mm-hmm. the, in our industry in texas at least went to went to uh and like texas state and stuff and those those types of things sort of exist you know there are a couple of uh traditional things that exist at certain sporting events but not not like aggies man nothing like the aggies what did you uh dunk your ring in i'm interested
1: oh here's the t- okay so as the kids say like, here's the tea <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i never did Because the real tradition is that you go to the chicken and you order a pitcher with a friend and you sit and you sip on that pitcher until the pitcher is gone and you take the last sip and and put it in your mouth. That is what I've been told anyway. So I didn't do the full ring dunk because I don't hate my body. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And I went to the chicken and we played 42 dominoes and, and hung out and talked about everything that's happened for the past couple of years and enjoyed each other's company and that was it.
0: Okay. so but it was a
1: shiner. It was a shiner buck.
0: Right. So you sort of, you did most of the tradition then. I mean, the chicken part is, you know, you don't just go to like Fridays and get a drink. It's, you know, yeah. <laughs> right.
1: No, yeah. No, okay. definitely the chicken. Always yeah. the chicken. Yeah. So
0: yeah. I hope there are people out there that have no idea what you're talking about. Um, <laughs> They probably are. Yeah,
1: well, they'll you know, or they'll call me crazy. Whichever so, one, I've well, got both.
0: Yeah, I mean, it, it has nothing to do with the Aggie part, but yeah. The, so, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so do you do you think that that program will ever come back? The theater program, like in in a more traditional sense, will it do you think it'll ever kind of manifest itself and in, into a theater program?
1: I plan on marrying rich and just putting it back <laughs> myself. Honestly, <laughs> okay. Yeah. no. Okay. I, I think I think that it will. Um, I think the university is forever changing. Um, A couple, or I'd say a couple years back, but like almost a decade ago, they took away the journalism major. So that was gone. And now it's back. And it took a couple, it took several years. um, It took several votes, but it finally came back. So I don't think that it's dead forever. And I hope not because i love my major just as much as i loved my school but i'll tell you the truth that when they call me the like the former association team calls me and says would you like to make a donation i said i'll make a donation when you bring my major back that's what i will do yeah that's good and (laughs) and they're usually very quiet yeah um i felt about for the last girl that i talked to because she was like i didn't know i said oh girl i'm not saying it at you i'm just sure that this call is recorded and i just want
0: people to know." (laughs) don't shoot the message i think so i
1: hope so i mean you know it's hard it's it's hard when my kids and i had two this past year one's going to calm with HRS, yeah and the other is going to blend with bradley neist and, and i'm super proud of them they they did auditions and stuff like that and it's hard for me to be, not be like, I want you to go to my alma mater. You know, Curtis can say that because Curtis went to Texas State, and and I, I don't have that luxury. I mean, they could and they could do performance studies if that's what they wanted, but right. neither they're both huge performers, so I couldn't see it any other way. But it's hard. It's hard to to say that I went there and then people kind of cock their heads and they're like, Are you for are you for yeah. real? I didn't know that yeah. they had a program. I'm like, Well, they don't anymore. Yeah. But you know. <laughs> Here we are, got my diploma up on the wall and everything. Says theater, not not performance studies. Yeah,
0: Texas State's on the up and up. It's been on the up and up, I guess, for Mm -hmm. a while. So uh, you know, yeah, Curtis does have that to hold his hat on. So (laughs) Yeah, he does.
1: And he's very skilled. Like I I think that there's a lot of things that like he can do that I cannot that I'm just kind of an awe in. Not that I didn't learn them, but I'm just not good at (laughs) and me and and flips. Like I sewed an entire costume for our show because I couldn't find what I liked. Right. And he just sat there and was like, yeah, no, I'm just going to leave you to do your thing.
0: So how do you guys have that split? Like, what do you, because you're both directors, uh, but you mm-hmm. also both have your own technical design skills as well. What What is kind of that uh, that marriage look like?
1: Oh, don't tell him that, because I told him that he should just marry me since <laughs> we're
0: just so in love. And he told me no. Okay. So All it's right.
1: fine. I'm just, you know, crying in background. <laughs> no, I think that... Um, I, when when I interviewed for Needville, of course they asked me, and you know, and everybody else impressed impressing Chris. Kind of had already known because we've known each other for years. Um, but through through this past year, it's it, it's not even like we have a difference in. I mean, like he does lights way better than I, and um, sound we kind of share because I can layer things, and so can he, and he can find song pieces and so can I and it's it's just a shared thing of when whenever each one of us has time because I teach over at the junior high in the middle school which is the sixth grade and I do um, a production class over at the junior high so I was in the middle of one act play for basically the entire last semester and then into January where we competed at industrial so even into the one act play season for high school I was pretty like overthrown and um, so we just kind of share. I mean, and when I had talked to Curtis about coming to Needville and um, and and applying for the job, I was like, the only thing I'm scared of is is me becoming an assistant and just doing lackey work or you know running to get coffee or whatever. You know, I I was like, I don't want it to become that because I'm so used to being in charge and 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 making the decisions. And so it's going to be a hard switch for me to be an assistant in a pair like that. It's gonna be, a, I mean, it's gonna be a big change. It was already a big change coming back into the area from from Ingram. So, um, but he said, Jackie, you're not my assistant. <laughs> you are my co-director. We're not, we're not, I'm not higher than you. It might look like that on paper, but in, in our space and how we work, that's not how it is. So really the only difference between me and him is that I can sew. <laughs> that's pretty much it we basically have all the same um training and and skills and sometimes he just does things better than I but uh, sewing is probably the only one that he was like if you showed me a pattern I would start crying and I was like that's fair I'm pretty sure I did that go ask Jennifer the
0: cutter draper world is is not easy yeah it's just you know you tell a student yeah they just you know they put a costume on on a on an actor, and they they make that costume, or they put fabric on the actor, and they make that costume, and they're like, "Okay, what's and?" And then you're like, "Try it, <laughs> they're, they're do like, it." Yeah, because like, sometimes
1: I, I get confused. This last costume, I was like, "I've never made overalls before. I can read a pattern, but this is going to be very difficult." That's what you made. And I, yeah, there um there is a whole scene in the show where there's this factory worker, and I just I wanted her to be different. All the other girls are in skirts or a dress or whatever, so I. Made this overall out of um, this kind of striped pattern because stripes were very common in the 1930s 40s era. So I found a pattern and and I bought the fabric and the interfacing and the buttons and everything. And wow. I wow. took measurements of the girl and made sure I had the right size of pattern and and started going. I think it took me about three days wow. of like three hours, kind of spread out. Right. Good so. For you.
0: That's, uh, you know, if you ever, and I don't know if you have this, I guess, you know, my crack research team kind of let me down. But, uh, if you, if you ever have a website, that's gotta be something that you put on there. I, I just told the student a couple days ago, uh, my, why I didn't say this part, because my student doesn't need to know this. But I said, you know, I had a friend, she was my ex-girlfriend and she was my like high school sweetheart, but, uh, RIP, but she, she now Um, she, yeah, I've moved on. It's been 21 years. It's fine. No, it's uh, fine. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Um, uh, but she, she, her career now is she makes wedding dresses and she does like four a year and, and makes really good money off of doing like four or five dresses a year. That's it. That's all she does. On
1: that note, I'm going to change my profession. Exactly. that. But
0: <laughs> if, you, if, if you are an effective, uh, stitcher, sewer, cutter, draper, whatever you want to call it, I mean, you could. You could do a lot of damage, uh, uh very very few items. Now your portfolio oh. doesn't grow for if you're only doing four a year and you know, ten years later you're like, look at these two dozen dresses, dresses. i made. <laughs> you know, whatever. <laughs> so oh, anyway. you've done
1: well, you know, they went for like yeah. twenty five grand, yeah. but sure. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So no, they're you know, pretty successful. These
0: are custom, so whatever. Uh so you teach junior high too. Were you teaching junior high before before you came over to Needville? You were?
1: Yes, at Lexington, I, so my first job was at Lexington from 2017 to 2018, that school year, and I taught them interchangeably, so all of my classes were mixed, even with the high school, like I didn't have a breakup of theater one through That's theater four, that that was yeah. it was just all in there, very challenging, yeah. um, it made it very hard to lesson plan, <laughs> yeah. I tried my best, <laughs> um, but I, and then I had sixth through eighth grade, all in like three sections of classes, mixed, so I did that. And then, um, when I went over to Lexington it or Ingram, it was pretty much the same. They tried to separate the the one and the twos from the three and the fours, which was way more helpful for lesson planning. Um, and I also taught a college course through on-ramps at UT. Oh. I wore maroon the entire time at the
0: convention. <laughs> was, it maroon, was it maroon? Was it
1: marked? They were so mad at me. One of my, one of my, um, co workers, his name is Will he teaches the computer science um uh classes over at Ingram and he would just look at me and roll his eyes he's a Baylor bear so I don't know why he's rolling his eyes but <laughs> he would roll his eyes and be like of course you did of course you packed all of your A&M long sleeves short sleeves crew necks whatever maroon everything and I was like I just have to represent I just have to like I just, and I also look terrible in burnt orange, so we're not doing that.
0: (laughs) It's not the most flattering color. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I did do that class, which was a computer, what was it called? It was arts and entertainment technology. And it was basically just the different aspects of how technology kind of works in the media and in social interaction and stuff like that, so.
0: Fun. That sounds kind and of then now,
1: now I'm split so now I jump from each campus I've always been on the same campus for everyone so yeah. I start off the high school at Needville and then I drive over before my lunch to the junior high have lunch over there and then to teach two classes and then I hop over to the middle school and I teach the sixth graders at the end of the day wow and anybody who knows and teaches sixth graders knows the end of the day is probably the worst to happen
0: to have sixth graders yeah I, I my wife's a middle school teacher but uh she Hasn't expressed that yet, but I'm sure she would. <laughs> she would agree.
1: So, my kids come from PE every day. Oh. They're like, "Miss Kanya, can we play dodgeball?" And I'm like, "No, we cannot play dodgeball.
0: Gross. We have to learn
1: about makeup today." Sit so you, down. <laughs> you have
0: you have stinky. Not only are they stinky before they go to gym, but now they're now they're like super stinky.
1: We have definitely had the hygiene talk.
0: Uh, one of my closer friends uh, from UH, Kelly Harkins, has been a middle school teacher for a long time for 15 years, almost 15 years. And he his rule number one is wear deodorant. It's it's always on his board. Like it's throughout the whole year on his board. So oh, if, maybe
1: I need to make a new poster in yeah, Canva for that. He's
0: doing God's work by telling students to please uh, keep good hygiene. <laughs> God
1: bless him, honestly. me you come to a TED Talk at my school, that would be great. Right,
0: right. Well, the, the, this is
1: my TED Talk, wear deodorant. That's it, thank you for coming <laughs> to my TED scene. Talk. That's it. Yeah.
0: Yeah, 10 million views on YouTube. Uh, so you with the middle school thing though, do you expect and I know you haven't been at Needville long enough for this to happen obviously, but do you expect to see the same kid from 6 to see, to senior like all 6 years? Like is that that's a possibility, huh?
1: think so yeah. so um the the middle school class is only a semester long i got you so i have three six weeks to teach them the basics of theater um so i try my best and um i have a couple that have already come up to me to say that they signed up for my production class um because i said that if they took my class um then i would consider them for production and there are several mostly girls some guys um but mostly girls because we all know how it rolls um, who have already come up to me after schedule changing from these past couple weeks that said that they signed up for my production class. So I think so. And, and the kids that are currently in my production class, they also had their schedules built for the next four years because that's how needful rolls. Right. And um, there are several that have signed up for Curtis's production classes. So, you know, I told Curtis, I, said, I, think, I think it's about to be a good couple years for us now having someone, you know, that had the same type of energy that you had last year over yeah. there. And I'm literally just going to send them to you. Just we're, I mean, we're not really going to know what to do with ourselves. I don't think. Right. And so it's about to be a fun and competitive couple of years in, in when I play and in, even in just in our fall productions. Right. So
0: uh, now I'm going to yeah. completely switch gears on you real fast. Cause you said okay. you're from Sealy, right? I am. So, you know, most people that aren't from Sealy only know Sealy because of what? You know
1: oh, the- Ricky Seals Jones, I graduated with and My dad was his football coach.
0: <laughs> I was going with mattresses.
1: <laughs> oh, well, him too. I mean, that's, I'm, I guess I'm younger. I'm sorry.
0: No, yeah. I was going yeah, to, yeah. okay. okay, so wait, go back to what you, what'd you say? You, who? who?
1: Ricky Seals Jones. He's a uh, he's now in the NFL. He played, he just played in the Super Bowl. I got it.
0: Oh, okay.
1: um, For the Chiefs. Um, he was with the Cardinals for a little while and he was, um, Oh, I think he's a wide receiver. Good Lord, I can't remember no more. Ricky. I think he's a wide receiver. Uh, he was a wide receiver for AM for several years. So,
0: um, oh, he spells it with an e. No, this, that's Ricky Henderson. Ricky Steals Jones.
1: Seals. Oh, seals. Like a oh, yeah.
0: like like Kiss from a Rose. Got it. Oh, there we go. Ki- Ricky Seals Jones. Yeah, no, I I don't know him. I, but that's- <laughs>
1: Sorry, younger generation. And he's,
0: oh, Andy's an Aggie. So yes, he is. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, I was going to go with mattresses, but, uh, this was a nice <laughs> little surprise yeah. here. Uh, yeah.
1: Sealy's a big football town. Eric Dickerson also came I knew, from Sealy. Yeah. I
0: knew Eric Dickerson, that part. That He's
1: part. a relative, I think of Ricky and then, um, uh, Ricky's great or not great grandfather. I think it was just his grandfather was also a big football player. So yeah, we uh, have all of their stuff like in our shrine in the school.
0: <laughs> I, I'm reading his Wikipedia, which I guess, I mean, anybody could have written, some of this stuff but yeah uh man he's only 25 yeah oh his birthday wait as we his birthday's today on the day yes, we're recording
1: is. he <laughs> has the same birthday as my grandma or grandma grandparents that's,
0: so <laughs> that's really funny okay yeah, yeah. he's the cousin
1: it's his birthday so happy of, birthday ricky
0: he's the cousin of eric dickerson yeah, yeah that's what it is yeah, yeah. <laughs> so there you go all right ricky seals jones so good okay but what about mattresses? <laughs> what are they? Do they still make Every mattresses? Every single
1: time somebody from this area hears here's an I'm from Sealy, it's, well, did you know Ricky? And I'm like, yeah, we went to high school together. We were in several classes together. My dad was his football coach. And then they all freak out. And I'm like, he literally just had a big junior high. I think everybody needs to chill. Um,
0: so that's
1: that's what everybody comes at me with. That is not a, a new question, but that was a new
0: answer that you had right no i i so texas a&m football speaking of texas a&m football uh you guys have i would when i was teaching at dulles high school uh your um anias smith who is a wide Mm -hmm. receiver was one of my students so you know that's right now that's that's my that's my ricky seals uh good uh, story for you but uh yeah, yeah so nice I love watching a nice on you know last season he was he broke out he busted out and became kind of a little bit of a, a star for you guys but you know whatever do you do you still you know, keep? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's it. Good. <laughs> do you still keep up with like like Aggie sports and all that stuff like is that ingrained in you because of your dad and yeah
1: yeah yeah so my dad's a big um so my dad coached um everything but um his two big ones were basketball and baseball which is why I think I love baseball so much um but uh we I mean it's it's an every weekend occurrence in the fall that we're texting each other my mom will FaceTime me did you just see that play yes I just saw that play that flag was crap like it's just (laughs) that call was stupid can't they can't they see that that wasn't a pass interference it was a clean tackle you know it's just it's all over the place but Um, yeah, I keep up with that. Um, I watch every single game of every single season and I love watching the reruns of them. Right. I like That's to call crazy. myself a hybrid theater teacher because yeah. some theater teachers do not like <laughs> sports, whatever. Like I was at, when I was at A&M, all my theater major friends were like, yeah, sports balls. And no, I can't do that. No, no, no. I don't know what that is. And I'm like, just come to a game with me. Just come. And they're like, we didn't even buy sports passes. And I was like, two percenters, get out of here. I don't know what you're doing with your
0: life. I hear that. But, Do, yeah, are, we
1: sometimes we go and tailgate. We have friends that still tailgate that are also, um, they're my parents' age. Yeah. Um, they're also A&M grads. So they bring a whole trailer down and flat screen TVs. And so if we wow. don't go and watch the game in the stadium, we're sitting there, eating, drinking, having fun, whatever, watching the game. from out
0: there. Are, so, are students, are class. your students? Are your students surprised when they find out you're a sports fan, like a sports junkie kind of thing?
1: My boys were. Yeah. <laughs> My yeah. boys like were you like, you can talk what? shop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I don't think that they have really had a, a theater teacher or an arts teacher that was like that. Yeah. So, um, i and even with like the the style of music that i like i'm a big texas country fan okay <laughs> and i i think that i owe that to going to texas a because uh there's a a dance hall called harry's and and texas country artists come from around and they just they sing and you pay like 12 dollars to see them so I'm like i've seen aaron watson and uh, and turnpike troubadours and cody johnson all the ones that are on the radios now yeah. for like 12 bucks wow and multiple times <laughs> and it's fun, you know, but they they are shocked. I have really bonded with this these two boys in my department now And we just talk about country. Did you hear Oh, Parker McCollum's releasing a new album tomorrow? And I was like, oh my gosh, I gotta put it down in my phone. I didn't see that. And it's, it's they're just very shocked. Yeah. They, they were very shocked when I taught them how to dance.
0: <laughs> when I was teaching the
1: girls how to dance, they were like, what? I was like, yeah. yeah. I have these in my closet. They do exist. Yeah, they're there. <laughs> I just don't bring them out very often. Right. So they are. They're very shocked. And uh, one day we were doing a fundraiser, like a drive-through plate fundraiser with the the people in town, and um. The boys came super early and they were all decked out in their maroon because it was game day. And so I threw up the game on the big TV screen that we have in our classroom. and <laughs> We just sat there and watched it until people showed up to pick up their food. Interesting. So, yeah, yeah, they were very shocked. But it's it's been a nice like bonding experience for it's, us. So
0: it's it's always fun to figure out what your students don't expect from you.
1: <laughs> they don't expect me to be mean. That's one.
0: Yeah. I think that comes, I think that comes with experience though. Like I, I don't think my first year or two, I was, uh, really like, like hard on the kids. And then as, as time went on and I realized if I, if I don't build up this kind of callous to them, then they're going to step all over me. And so, yeah, I think it just comes with, it, you get desensitized to it. Uh, yeah,
1: I think my sixth graders changed after I told them that I was 25 because they thought I was a high school kid that came from the high school.
0: Oh, they thought you'd and like just, just... Taught the
1: classes <laughs> of the afternoon. And I was like, that's not how
0: that's like funny. life works. Yeah. I
1: said, no, no, no. I said, Miss Kanya has a college degree and she's been teaching for four years. And they were like, oh, so you're above 20. That's funny. Oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, I am. So, but you know, I'm, I look young. I know that I look young. All I right. get started everywhere, and well, they're like, "You'll win,
0: stuff. yeah, you'll win the uh, like at the end of the year." You know, they always have those fun awards, like uh, yeah. teacher most likely to be mistaken for a student kind of thing. Yeah, twice, <laughs> twice, so, three
1: times. Once happened at a convention. They were like, "Where's your sponsor?" I said, "I am the sponsor." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how
0: to make myself look yeah. older. Yeah.
1: Maybe I'll just start doing old age. Makeup. Right. Up on my face and people. Felt, I don't know. Yeah, no. But I think I think that you're right. I think it, it it comes with experience. I don't think that I was too tough my first year because I did, I was still finding my footing. Right. And then and then when I got to Ingram, I really had to put my foot down because it was it was the more how do I say it? It was more of a title one than Lexington was.
0: Right. Right.
1: Just by the demeanor. Yeah. Um, and, and Ingram had a past of like not being a place where anyone wanted to go. And now everybody kind of flocks to it because of the principle right. that they have over there. So he, he's really done a great job of turning everything around, but right. yeah, I really had to like buckle down. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Sorry. No, I hear that. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I definitely, you know, my students, uh, uh, the first time that I really kind of yelled at my students, they, they started calling it Evan Jamesing because this kid, this student who I can mention, he's, he's 20. He's probably just a little younger than you now, but, uh, he is, uh, uh, he was our star. He was our, uh, Oh, I'm not in a the theater, so I can say it. He was our Macbeth and, um, uh, had everything handed to him. And I love the kid. I absolutely adore the kid, but I got so frustrated with him one day and I, and I finally just, I just snapped and, uh, Told him I read him the Riot Act, and everybody was just in the room like I didn't know minor. Like this is a totally different side of minor than we've ever seen. And whoa, so from, whoa, whoa, yeah, from that day on, up. they called it Evan James and getting Evan James. <laughs> it became.
1: I've only had that happen once, and I wasn't. I was like I was a student, and it was Brad. And Brad knows because now we joke about it. But yeah. Brad, he's <laughs> had a rehearsal moment where he would just like stopped. And he looked around and he was like i'm done (laughs) walked out of the building and we all just like sat there and we're like what (laughs) what just happened um who pissed him off probably all of us because it was super late but (laughs) and then he shut off he took all of his stuff shut off his office doors and all the lights and, and left the building we were like did he just leave through the back door? Is that what we just heard? <laughs> we were very shocked because anybody that knows Bradley News knows that he is a super like bubbly, yeah. kind hearted person. But when you make him mad, it's not a good show.
0: yeah. yeah, oh, yeah. It's that whole, you know, it's, it's more, uh, it's more effective yeah, yeah. to let people know you're disappointed you know, the quiet disappointment. So I'm, not mad, I'm just disappointed. Yeah, it's, that, that hurts time. a lot. So I have to admit something and, and then I'm going to get you out of here, uh, probably on this maybe, but you just said your last name and I, uh, very, um, uh, I got to I got I to admit, oh, no. I, I thought your last name was either Kana or Kana i know you're rolling yeah, your eyes i get I know. it and, <laughs> I said and sh- every single time yeah shame um, on me so but there's I know, no
1: there was no tilde above it there or not you go Hispanic. Okay. i don't know how but, to... <laughs> but where, where does
0: your no. last name come from like what like um where is... my
1: my dad's side of the family is german so uh... i don't i don't know how that got misconstrued because it doesn't sound yeah.
0: german were they did um, they come over during the war german or like do you know because no no. like my last
1: <laughs>
0: yeah well but my last because i'm a G- german jew and so my last name is not minor like i'm a i'm only a second generation minor because when my grandparents came over they couldn't find mininger the german version of it in this like book of last names or whatever and so they came to ellis island and they just chose the name that was closest to mininger and it no, was my, I think ours was a little prior to all of that. Okay, okay. I've
1: not ever dug deep into my family history. I think I did kind of sort of touch the surface, like for a college class or something. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but the other side of my family are Czech and German. And my, my grandma or my babicha is, is Czech. So her last name was Miegel, okay. M-I-G-L. And then my grandpa's was Stanzel. That's more of the German name yeah, than, okay. than the, the other ones that I have. But Yeah. German German so, and Czech so I think the Czech part of me comes out way more than the German does <laughs>
0: <laughs> so it's con you said Kanye
1: Kanye oh, okay All I right. always tell the kids it's like Kanye but with an uh at the end although I hate him <laughs> I'm like but don't bring it up Just say you're Kanye. like
0: the you're like the guy Fieri of theater teachers because everybody thinks it's guy Fieri and yeah it's exactly Fieri. yeah that's I cool. wish I had his that. job be
1: great well
0: you could do his hair anyway. <laughs> True. Okay. You know what?
1: If you wanted victory curls, I've been doing those all for the past month or so.
0: All right. Well, I want to get you out of here on this. Um, uh, I, I want to know because you, you've, you've, and this is not a knock what I'm about to say, cause I did the same thing. And so I don't want it to be taken uh, negatively, but you, you have gone now in a short amount of time, you've gone to three schools. Um, and, you, you know, you, you said on the record, and I'm glad you said it, that you're hoping that trend kind of stops, takes a halt for a little yeah. bit. Um, but uh, going from three schools, what, what has been the most challenging and then what has been the most rewarding part of leaving and entering, does that make sense? So, yes. uh, uh, w- w- give me, and you can take time to think about it. If you don't have an answer, uh, I can always edit that part out and make you sound like super. Yeah, cool. yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, uh,
1: I don't. I I got a thought. I um, my first school, I and I don't know if it was because the energy just was not matched, or um, my my second guessing started to come in around the second semester but um, I didn't particularly leave that school on a good note with myself. I think that I made a lot of mistakes. I think that um, others did too. And so when, when that kind of collides, it was hard to find my footing. I did not feel super wanted. I did not feel like I belonged in that community and that's fine. I don't, I don't harp on them for anything. I'm still friends with several people from that district and, and I keep up with all of them, but I just knew that it wasn't the place for me, so I went ahead and, and put in my resignation, and I thanked them for all that they had taught me, and um, kind of moved on quietly, and then um, I almost didn't go to interviews, after that. almost did not continue my teaching path, because I thought maybe it wasn't me, and I was not meant to be a teacher. And I am the most terrible human being, you know, on the planet and I shouldn't be teaching kids and it was it, it was a whole moment. Um and so when I went over to Ingram, I was still kind of PTSD about certain things. Um a lot of, of my admin from my former district had been very vague and and I felt like I got in trouble a lot and nobody ever told me what I was doing good. Um, because I know I know in my heart that I did do a lot of good things over there, but when I got to Ingram like I got an email from my my principal my new principal um Crittenden and he said come see me in my office and I was like yeah, the first couple of days of in service I was like what did I do wrong already and I went in and he I guess he saw the look on my face and he was like what's wrong and I was like I'm not in trouble <laughs> and he was like no why would you be in trouble you just got here and I was like I don't know and so then I had to explain to him and um they turned out to be the thing those those admin um i'll name drop justin crittenden and, and karen rose ended up being the admin that i wish everybody had and so i learned that and, and my dad kind of helped me you know from his teaching career he said sometimes it's just not your place and sometimes it's okay to go it's okay it happens um, and i think that it's important that you felt that and you learned from it and you learned from your mistakes and you you didn't carry them on into your next school district, but um, they they and the entire Ingram team as a whole made me love teaching again because they they helped me understand that it's it it's not it was not entirely my fault what had happened prior and it doesn't happen everywhere. So um, that's what I learned from that job, job jump, and then I learned <laughs> um, from this last job jump that sometimes um, it's okay to leave the kids behind. I have a really hard time with that. And I still talk to all my Ingram kids, like they've been competing for the past couple of weeks like we have. And so they'll send me pictures and texts and we have a whole group text going on with the officers before I had left. So it never really went away. And um, I, I had to learn that they're gonna be okay. Cause I was very worried that they wouldn't. And I was worried that if I left them, then it would all just go down the chute, and and I couldn't do anything to help them. But um, that obviously did not end up being the case, and I am a worried worked. But um, I had to learn to put myself before my job. Yeah, that's that's what I've learned from jumping schools. school so it's very difficult and I loved all my kids I still do I talked to several of them some of them some are at calm that just got Irene or it was an Irene Ryan finalist and I'm so proud of him and I have another one that's over at Texas State and I have a lot too at Texas State um and one that helps me with my speech and debate stuff and helps judge and stuff like that so they're all spread out but they're you know I keep in contact and um, but I learned a lot from just four years or three, yeah. really four would be at the end of this one, but learned, I learned some good life lessons, but those are the two big ones good. to put right. myself prior and, and, and sometimes it just doesn't work out and that's okay. Yeah. Minor wisdom.